0: everyone, welcome to this here uh, OFD podcast. I am your host, Joshua Vole, site manager, emperor, and supreme warlord of the, of the site. With me tonight is the Commissioner Jutsi Ball and the Chief Inspector Brandon McEllandon. Fellas, I am drunk off my ass and I may not last 15 fucking minutes.
1: Brendan, have we tried turning Joshua off and turning him back on I to see uh, if, the, if, we can, uh, if we can get the regular one?
2: This one, I, I think it's because
0: I don't. I don't believe here. I don't believe that there is an on-off
2: switch. I <laughs> say, I, I say <laughs> I it do again. You.
0: Um, Welcome to the show, everyone. It is uh, week four, week three, week four... Mac Brown's mom's a whore. We're gonna <laughs> get
2: this shit rolling. Third of the season. <clears throat> How are you guys doing voice? tonight? Third of the season is over. It's. A, that, I hate that. I hate I, it too. I hate the math. Right now, quarter of the season. This game will be will mark a third of the season.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gross. Why did? Why does it go from twenty five to thirty three so quickly on us, huh? Why can't we just? Why can't we hit a waste station like thirty percent?
2: Yeah, I'd like to just ease
0: into it. Like, <laughs> like we are, we we are just at the point now where we might be able to get our quarterback to throw farther
1: than, you know, three yards. I'm looking steps, forward to baby steps. Hey, it's if we had a real throw, steps. if we had a real thrower like DaQuan Finn, you know, maybe we wouldn't have these problems. So yeah, He's just not looking a lot of bearers, though, Looking He is an average depth of target Maven. <laughs> anyways oh not, man not pre- we're not previewing anything toledo based tonight i don't believe so i don't think toledo's in our picks uh no
0: i i i, I to god i just spent like maybe 15 20 minutes absolutely trashing toledo uh to my wife uh, for no reason other than toledo was brought up and i i just vetted out to her about how she much Toledo fucking sucks. Uh,
1: she didn't have much to say. <laughs> no,
2: no, she's just
1: kind of like, uh huh, sure. She rolled with
0: it. Yeah, she just rolled with it. She knows. She knows Toledo sucks.
1: <laughs> You're like Bluto with the. uh Did we give up when the not uh, when the uh, jerk, when the uh, what was it the Nazis bombed Pearl Armor, uh, right? Yeah, pretty. Your just like, eh, ah, he's on one of his rants. Just so go with it. Pretty much, pretty much. It was a
0: uh I I had, uh, I won't say who, but I had, um, I had some pretty bad service, uh, at the oyster bar in Fort Wayne, uh, the Friday night, uh, last week before, um, my wife and I went out and it was just, it was terrible. We were there for fucking ever and shouldn't have been. We got, I got lot or I got crab. She got lobster talking about five minutes in a steamer. And it took two hours for it to get to us. It was absolutely berserk. What? You know, and you should, I won't say you, know, you should have said, Oh dude, it was, it was, absolutely, so listen to this. I I I people have got to understand. And number one, I love the Oyster Bar in Fort Wayne. It is a fantastic restaurant. Great seafood. The oysters are fucking amazing. Um, for a, like a inland seafood restaurant, th- they do it right. But Friday night was just about as intolerable as it gets. We ordered up uh, a couple dozen uh, oysters to start off with because oysters Bienville are just too good to pass up. Crush that. We having a drink. It took like another like, man, I don't even know, 45 minutes to get bread for them to fucking bring yeah. bread to us. And that, and then it took like another 45 minutes to get our clam chowder. And then another 15 to 20 minutes after that to get lobster and crab, nothing, to, and a baked potato. That was it. There's nothing special to it. All you do is you just drop this shit in, you know, grab a lobster. Could have, you
2: could have fixed this, man. Anyway, there there is a, just, there is a way to fix that. You you know this, right? That kind of bad service. You could have fixed it just very simply. All you that? had to do, all you had to do was just scream at the server, do your fucking job. And like (laughs) Drew Pine, she would have went 13 for 14 down the stretch for 118 yards and a touchdown. That's all you needed to do.
0: Maybe that could have been an option. I don't ever see me yelling at a server like that, but, but okay. Maybe next time I'll try that.
2: You You don't know what kind of coaching she needs, Josh. Maybe she responds better to a little bit sterner coaching.
1: Maybe she needs a earned five star review like we need on this podcast. Yeah, because I don't got any tonight, boys. What? It's 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 zeroed out. Harris, heresy. Uh
0: get on over to Apple Podcasts. There's there's a there are thousands of you that are listening to this show each week. I got the numbers. You can't you can't hide from me. Uh but there are not nearly enough reviews get on over there uh whatever review that you leave on apple Podcasts, i will read word for word on the next OFT podcast uh be a part of the show be a part of the fun guys let me ask you something have you ever have you ever watched the show letter kenny
1: yeah i've seen one episode fine canadian export
0: it is fucking fair i just i've seen clips here and there and finally it was like you know what I need some. I need some laughs this week. I heard this was funny. Holy shit, that was, that's good, that's good. And if you love alliteration, there are there's solid alliteration all, all throughout that thing. got. Yeah, I just got to put that out there.
2: It's the second best uh, Canadian exported television show behind Todd and the Book of Pure Evil.
0: What, uh, what about Kids Shits
2: Creek? <laughs> Todd and the Book of Pure Evil is significantly better. <laughs> what kids in the hall kids in the hall had a funny sketch now and then but for the most part if we go back and watch it there's a lot of trash Uh, phenomenal kids in the hall sketches Uh, but for the most part a lot of it is just not fun
1: isn't your viking show uh canadian well most yeah
2: well, I mean, yeah,
0: a lot of the um, – I'm not sure if Last King – I'm not sure if Last Kingdom is oh, – there's man. a lot of them filled up around that way. I'm not really – I wouldn't call them wouldn't Canadian. They them, I would call it a British yeah. show. Yeah, I, yeah, it's definitely British Yeah, it's BBC, BBC style. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. necessarily say Canadian like as far as like – putting out that Canadian culture.
1: like Oh, you're talking about Canadian sensibility, like strange brew sort of. Yeah. Uh, yes. Last
2: kingdom, yes. last kingdom's a BBC show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. To- yeah. Anyways, fantastic show. I, I always, with my two sons, you know, I always say boys, boys, boys. I'm telling you, man, the fucking hockey guys on that show, the amount of times they say boys and buddy, I, I haven't been able to stop the last two days. So if we go through this podcast and you just hear me say boys, and buddy, like every two seconds, I'm not gonna apologize. I'm not gonna apologize. I got brain, I've been brainwashed and I'm okay with it. Uh, well, Notre Dame is sitting at a fat one and two in the season. And I was so I was gonna write something something last night and just decided to be lazy. Uh which is fine. Which is I fine, think. right? I'm entitled to being lazy every once in a while. And uh, it was going to be short. And I just, I, I didn't know. Anyways, I keep seeing people bring it up. I keep seeing pe- people bring up Lou Holtz what? and compare him to Marcus Freeman as if it's like a comfort zone. Like, oh, don't worry. Holtz started off one and four, blah, 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 blah. What? And I just went, I'm, a, my whole point, why are you an idiot? Whoever is thinking this out out there, why are you so fucking dumb? Who? When did you fall on your head? Is that which medication? That's the standard we're holding ourselves to. That's, it's that's just like, weird. well, they so just weird. they're saying it. They're saying it as a, hey man, it's okay. Lou Holtz started one and four. He played as if there's Alabama, any compar- Michigan, and Michigan Let, State. What the? As if like, there's the- any comparable. There's anything I,
1: don't even, I don't even understand what that means. Jerry Fowles started 1-3. Do we want to emulate Jerry Fowler? Like uh, That doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Well, don't worry, Jude, because Lou Holtz started
1: 1-4. <laughs> That's fucking Lou Holtz. Okay. Yeah, that, it's, this, it's... This is as this absurd. absurd as in 1999, they were talking about the fact that we had won national championships in 66, 77, and 88, so therefore... It was our time. We went fucking five and seven. Okay. This fucking then dogma. Also, yeah. then also the Notre Dame coaches win a national championship in their third, their third season. That's not true. All the right. great Kelly, Kelly almost Ke- Kelly almost nailed that one.
2: He almost did.
0: But only Kelly, if, uh, I mean, hey, if fucking Kansas State doesn't choke balls, if Seastrump
2: doesn't. Uh, yeah, go to go to Oregon.
0: Yeah. Kelly nails that
1: one, bro.
2: Leave Oregon, I should say.
1: Uh, my, favorite, my favorite, Holt, it's like it's my, my favorite thing about Lou Holtz, out there. My favorite thing about Lou Holtz, and this is why I think people, honestly, this is why I think a certain age group hates Notre Dame and always thinks Notre Dame's overrated. Notre Dame is unranked, loses to close to number three Michigan, and gets into the AP poll at zero and one at number twenty for the following week in nineteen eighty six. They got into the AP poll by losing their first game.
2: Uh, didn't Texas get into the AP poll for losing close to Alabama this year?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not, it's not exclusive to Notre Notre Dame.
1: It was their first game. It was their first game. No, I dude, I am working under a new head coach in which the the previous season, they had gone five and six. It wasn't like they had the, it wasn't like this Marcus Freeman thing where they had the bones of a good team here. Right. They lost their first game close to third-ranked Michigan and got into the AP poll, and then, of course, lost again and left the AP poll. I was <laughs> <it's> just like, <laughs> "That's, no, I'm that's with you dumb." On that. that's,
2: that's the Grandpa dumb. Simpson. That's Grandpa Simpson walking into the, yeah. the restaurant, puts his hat on the, the, <laughs> the coat rack, spins around, grabs the hat, and walks back out again.
0: No, there's just. I, it's just something I noticed that I just, it was bothering the shit out of me that people are like putting this out there. And I understand, like, I understand people wanting to attach themselves to some good vibes, right? Like, like it's that's understandable, man. You want to be positive and you want to be optimistic about, about the future uh, regardless of things that you've seen this year. Uh, and I get it though. Like you, so you, so
1: but I'm gonna, but, I'm, you gonna know, I'm gonna guess the vibes after the eighty six season were not very good around Lou Holtz. So this this is like just no, whitewashing no, 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 history. No,
2: no, no. The vibes around Lou Holtz after eighty six were good because you beat USC to end the season.
1: Yes, yeah. No. No, the, the
2: vibes were bad. They I mean they played just, they played Michigan close, they played uh, Penn State close, and they played LSU close, and then they beat a ranked USC to end the year. Vibes the,
0: were the point the point is is that there's just, just a loser talk. It's just, it's there's no comparison. Like, it's like first of all, people need to stop using Lou Holtz as a goddamn crutch, period. Like, everything that he did at Notre Dame, it is not applicable now. You cannot fucking point that out and be like, well, Holtz did this or Holtz... Did. All this shit, that's like fucking ancient history, bro. It is done. It is fucking done and gone. It is 30 years ago. Ch- shut the fuck up. Move on. Stop using that as any... Sort of basis for what Notre Dame should be doing or supposed none of that none of that means shit anymore. It's done.
1: Here's here's what I like, of, Here's my level of Lou Holtz that I that I like. Coming in for ten minutes in fall camp, summer camp, summer practice, whatever you want to call it, and talking to the players for ten minutes. That's the it's the, the exact amount of Lou Holtz we need every single year. No more. Yeah, and, no and I'm
0: not, not Yeah, I'm not trying to like knock his, on
1: Holtz. Let him do his newspaper magic trick. Say something yeah, quotable slash inspirational, and then br- let him never be here heard from again. This whole thing, like Brian Kelly didn't write me back read letters, and I wrote him eight times. What like, the fuck was that about? Who cares about? Who cares about any of that? Who cares about? Who's responding possible? to? It, it's who cares? Even if he, even if Brian Kelly did all that, who cares? Who cares?
0: Well, stop yeah, giving it, him. My, back my, my knock really, my knock isn't against Lou Holtz himself, although I have. Uh yeah, many, no, differences yeah, he's, he's in opinion, many differences in opinion with with, with him. It, it's the it's fans that just cannot let go of that fucking era and will it will compare every fucking single moment of today to that as if any of it is comparable at all. Like it's just not. It's not college football is not the same sport. There's nothing, there's nothing to compare it to. The football is still brown. That is it. <laughs> I mean, so just stop. But like trying to compare, trying to feel good about Notre Dame being one and two by pointing out that Lou Holtz started one and four, you are really
1: you. I mean, you are a optimistic person. Is Lou Holtz going to keep you warmer at night if they if they lose to UNC this weekend? I don't think so.
2: Which I mean, there's things that you can look at and get like. There's things you can look at. If you need your hearth warmed for these cold fall evenings, I can I can warm your hearth with the number of tackles for losses the last two games and the fact the defensive line is starting to dominate. I mean, you can warm your hearth with that more so than you can, you know, what a coach in 1986 did oh, thirty five years ago. But but if Such you want to if you, you want to get if you want to get excited, we can we can talk about Notre Dame's the the the. Pressure. Uh,
1: Brendan, playing. I would much rather talk about 2022 Notre Dame than I would like to talk, well, then there we talk go. about Six
2: some 2022 Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, let's do it.
1: Let's man. get on it. Let's get
2: on it. Oh. Brendan,
0: you got the goods on uh North Carolina.
2: Yeah, yeah. I so, uh so
0: let me I, let me I, hear I, about Duke uh about Duke's Mayo here uh, and Duke, uh what they're bringing to the
2: table. Yeah, so I, I watched uh quick cuts of the App State and Georgia State games. Um boy uh, that was fun. Uh, the fourth quarter of the uh, did you did you guys watch live by the way the fourth quarter of that North Carolina Happy State game?
0: App State, get, I did. Amazing.
2: Absolutely <sighs> bonkers.
0: It was like it was like this college football it couldn't get much better. Unfortunately, was I was so at a good. wedding,
2: oh, so no, I missed it. Oh yeah. Uh, do you know how many points App State scored in the fourth quarter of that game, Jude? Forty something. Forty, yeah. That's, uh, is 40. That more po- yeah, 40 points. Um, that's, uh, just, just about as many points as Notre Dame scored in their last two games combined. <laughs> Eight quarters. No. Yeah. That's uh that's, that's fun. Um, so my biggest takeaways from here, um, with, with North Carolina is, um, we think they have a good quarterback. That is, first and foremost, the number one thing that when you look at this North Carolina team uh, on the positive ends is you can say Drake Mays is probably good at playing quarterback. I say probably. Duke Mayo. Duke Mayo. Because who the fuck knows if he's good or not? They played Florida A&M an FCS school. And then they played uh, App, State. App State. Troy torched App State for 302, by the way. Uh, they also played Georgia State, and Charlotte threw for 401 yards against Georgia State. So they have faced three awful pass defenses. I think that's a fair say, fair thing to say. Um, when the three pass defenses you you've faced are averaging giving up over 350 yards a game, including an FCS school. So I don't know if he's good. You you can say that, that, that he probably is good and he, he he throws bombs and it looks pretty. Um he's running for his life a lot, but like I don't know if he's good. He hasn't faced a single secondary worth a damn yet. So Drake May could be fantastic, but I don't know if I can't say that he's better than Sam Howell at this point. Sam Howell looked good when he was up against cardboard cutouts too. Um as far as the the rest of their team, uh, Josh Downs. He might play this week uh he's he sprained his knee uh he did not play the uh Georgia state game um, They say that he's gonna play, but we watched so we watched Josh Downs play last year, and what kind of player is Josh Downs as far as wide receivers go he He's kind of a guy that scoots in the slot, right so if you yeah. yeah. you're scoot if you're scooting around in the slot how important do you think it is to have your need a hundred percent? So, so when they say they're, they're saying they're so they haven't ruled that he's playing yet. It's kind of a Josh Patterson thing. Uh, they haven't said that he's playing and he might very well suit up, but is he Joe Wilkins healthy for Ohio state? I don't know, but I, I do know that their best player um, on their entire roster is not going to be at a hundred percent and it's on a knee. And he's a guy that needs to be able to cut and make plays in the slot. And the guy who's backing him up, or I guess not backing him up, but the guy who is stepped up as the, I guess, de facto leading receiver, um, Kobe, uh, peso number eight. Uh, he had eight for 92 against app state and five for 73 against, uh, Georgia state he's their leading receiver. He's a true freshman, um, three-star guy. Who's just kind of been, I, I guess the body that's there. Um, other than that, in the passing game, I guess they're, they have a big play tight end in, um, Kamai Morales. Uh, but a third of his yards just came on a 55 yarder against Georgia state. And I already said that Georgia state gave up four Oh one to Charlotte. So I, When I look at this team without Josh Downs, and they have ridiculous scoring numbers, but you also have to keep in mind that they scored 60-plus points against App State in that ridiculous football game. So all of the numbers that they have are completely skewed because they scored 56 against Florida A&M, FCS opponent, put it in the trash can. They scored 63 points against App State in a ridiculous football game. But then they went and played Georgia State and scored 35. So which is the real which is the real North Carolina offense? A lot of stuff's been written about North Carolina to this point about how prolific their offense is. But I mean, Georgia State gave up 35 to South Carolina, who's awful, same numbers North Carolina scored. And then Charlotte goes out there and scores 42 against them. And just to, to put into context about Charlotte. They're a one in they're a one and three football team. They've lost to Florida Atlantic, William and Mary, and Maryland. They scored twenty-four points against William and Mary. And they went out there and put a 42 spot on Georgia State. And this is a team that that wasn't able to score as much as is you know, scored more against uh, you know, North Carolina. So I I don't know. I don't know if their line's good. I do know their offensive line's hot trash. All of their bad players last year who we kept getting sold, well, they had all these combined starts. They're all gone. So they're starting a brand new offensive line. Their right tackle's a grad transfer from Harvard. And unless you're a punter, I don't get out of here with your Harvard nonsense. If is starting.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. Do we 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 have,
2: (laughs) where's our (laughs) defensive lineman from? Yeah, but he's not starting. He's not our starting right tackle, right? (laughs) he provides fine depth, but I mean, we're not relying on him to start. And I guess that's the difference here Um, there. uh, I saw uh, Jamie had a a post today where he said that uh, he pulled the PFF numbers and it's something like 40, 46% um, pressure rate on their quarterback, which almost half the times that he drops back to pass, he's getting pressured against Florida A&M app state in Georgia state. And I'm supposed to get really scared about this offense that put up dumb numbers against app state and, and an FCS opponent and came down to earth a little bit against Georgia state when their, their quarterback is getting pressured half the time he drops back. Oh, by the way, Notre Dame's defensive line seems to figure it out because they had uh six sacks and six quarterback hurries a week ago. And in the last two games, They've had uh, 17 tackles for loss. So I'm supposed to be scared about this team. And by the way, I haven't even mentioned the fact that their defense is a steaming hot turd and somehow Gene Chizik gets a job after getting fired for being bad at North Carolina in 2016, and then doesn't do anything sits in the booth at ESPN. And then Matt gives them a call and has them come and run their defense. And then they come in and he gives up a 61 spot to, to app state and is letting everybody run and throw on them. They're 119th in scoring defense, 112th in passing defense, 111th in rushing defense, and 123rd in total defense and yards allowed. They're awful defensively. Everybody is doing everything that they want against them. Gene Chizik is Brian Van Gorder with less pieces to play with. They're not getting after the quarterback. They don't blitz. They just stay in base, and they let teams do whatever the fuck they want to them. They just bend over here. It comes again. Whoever is playing North Carolina just gets to do whatever they want. And then North Carolina is able to scoop by, I guess, just based on I, you know, a talent disparity and their, their quarterbacks able to throw bombs. So I, I don't know if I'm supposed to be scared for this North Carolina team. When I look at it objectively, I know Notre Dame lost to Marshall, which is um, a, a Cardinal sin that you cannot do. But when I look at this North Carolina team, I, you it was know, a trap game. On the road. Yeah, was it? Yeah, Jude picked it as the trap game in our preseason. Jude day. picked
0: it, man. He didn't even remember they fucking picked it as a trap game.
2: Yeah, it was such a trap game. The whole
0: time, t- the whole time I was fucking <laughs> calling it a trap game. I think Jude was arguing against me,
2: and he's the one who picked that damn thing. Right. So I don't know how I'm supposed to get worried. I guess because Drew Pine had some issues last week. Um, you know. Uh, Maybe they can get him some some readers, so maybe he couldn't see beyond the line of scrimmage. Maybe we can get him some of those sports goggles so he can see more than four yards downfield. But if there was a team for Drew Pine to get right, this is the team for Drew Pine to get right. And Greg was highlighting some some missed throws uh, where Mayer was open today, and I've seen a bunch of stuff where there were were opportunities for him to make passes downfield. And maybe he had a bad week of practice, and maybe they were a little bit skittish about letting him throw downfield. Um, but this is a team that you're gonna have opportunities to throw downfield, and do you, you're gonna have opportunities to run.
0: Do you guys feel that that it was? I'm not. I'm not trying to cut uh, Pines any slack here, especially after my rant on the last podcast. But I mean, don't you kind of feel that they Reese was really like? the tension was high to get a win, right? Yeah. There's, we could not start. zero and fucking three. And they just didn't let, they didn't, they didn't try to push things too bad, too much for that because of that. Like the I only, you got well, you well, only way you kept was you gonna kept win. Pointing out that throw against, you kept pointing out that throw, that touchdown throw with Lindsay against Cincinnati. And I thought about it long and hard. I mean, as long and hard as I can, maybe five, six minutes. And, but that's all the time I really need. Like, think about how, how good was Cincinnati's defense last year? How good were their fucking corners? Bombs. And, you know, he put it up in the air. They came down. I mean, it really, I mean, the, what we saw Saturday against Cal, I think was just so much of Notre Dame just trying not to lose that game. They weren't trying to win that game. They were just trying not to lose that game because they could not lose that game. I get it. I understand. I understand it completely.
2: The only way Cal was going to win is if Notre Dame gave them short fields. Yes. And the only way that Cal was going to win that football game is if Drew Pine put them in a position with some sort of uh, awful pick because Jack Plummer was awful and their offensive line was awful and Notre Dame's defense basically dominated. And it was the, it was the fumble from Pine that, that set them up on one of their scores. So, a pick could have done the same thing. If if they just did what they did, they were going to get out of there with a win. Um, I think he'll have to do a little bit more this week. Probably even though the line is awful, but
0: Jude, what was your level of annoyances uh, the last few days with uh, about the Cal talk and the, uh, Oh, and the referee situation, the offsides when there was two recep two Cal receptions that led to touchdowns. That should have never been called A reception But that, that is not being pointed out Like nearly enough And it's not like a, Bad officiating is bad officiating and it went I, was, ways
2: I was of just sure. going to say
1: I, I definitely remember um, Pointing out that What I consider to be bad officiating During the game But I can't remember ever dwelling on it More than two or three hours after the game When I'm sort of in my feelings And I feel like the, the, the refs cost us the game. I can't, I, I certainly wasn't dwelling on it two, three days later. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe somebody will, you know, search the old Twitter machine and find something where I was bitching a week later, but I just, who cares On to the next, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to review the game and they're not going to do anything. Um, one point, one point I wanted to make was that, you know, when Brennan was talking about this, the stats or whatever, it looked like, it looks like Notre Dame has had 37, pressures that they have converted into seven sacks which is not not bad for the defensive defensive front um carolina is is um Brandon alluded to has given up 44 defensive pressures but only six of them was turned into sacks yeah so that's only i have 13, some i have some caveats percent of
2: that okay i hear my caveats for that because i did sure. i didn't take notes on it um so three were to app state and three were to georgia state None of their sacks were given up to, you know, FCS, uh, you know, FCS opponent, Florida a and uh, Georgia State also had three sacks against South Carolina. Um, but Georgia State's not really prolific to pass game because South Carolina is a team that gave up six sacks to Arkansas. So, George, th- these aren't teams that are getting after the quarterback. App State and Georgia State aren't teams that are, that are really creating a ton of havoc as well. And they were able to get there. And it should be noted, um, I may have neglected to mention this, but Drake May is a mobile quarterback. He's as mobile as Fatty and Book with more top
1: ends.
0: He's, uh, he's, he's slick like the Mayo itself.
1: Yeah, he is. He's uh, also 16 for 31 for 243 yards and four touchdowns when pressured. Right. No turnover-worthy plays, four big-time throws, according to PFF. So... I mean, the guy has shown some proficiency that even if, even when there's people in his face to to get the ball out and and get it to his receivers.
2: Right. My question
1: then. So the, the... idea that they, that we're going to be feasting all day in the in the backfield. I mean, look, the the caliber of defense that Notre Dame is offering versus Georgia State is unquestionably better. Yeah. Um. The question uh, I think comes for me, which is. Drake Mace has already been feeling the pressure because his offensive line is suspect. And now he's kind of become accustomed to um, living in that scenario. And so it won't be unfamiliar to him. It won't be like the first time he's seen a good defense. Uh, um, Well, it will be the first time that he's seen a good defense. Right. But that's, that's pressured him to the point where he can't do anything. I I could be wrong about this. I
2: I guess my point would be is how demonstrably better is no name. Defensive front than Florida A&M, Appalachian State, and Georgia State. So two. Yeah.
1: To be honest with you, my concerns aren't really on this side of the ball, though. My concerns continue to be uh, with uh, Drew Pine and and seeing what Drew Pine can do, you know, in his second week, because I I think the first left a lot to be desired. And it's not that I that I think you know North Carolina has a world beater defense, because I I, I certainly will let Brennan go off on his Gene Chizik rant because it's pretty. It's pretty long and pretty famous, but um, you know, it just—I—I just, I, I, I just want to see more. I just want to see more than than what we saw uh, against Cal, and, and I think, frankly, we've been promised more. So, let's see it. I mean,
0: I still feel like this is a week that because because the offensive line, sh- you know, showed that they were. They they were capable of playing much better than what they had been, which they, and they did against Cal. They they had some really good moments. They it wasn't perfect, but uh, they definitely did look like they played better. Maybe that's coming around a little a little better than than we thought that they would. But I still think this is a game where Notre Dame's is going to try to lean on that running game quite a bit. Yeah. Like don't expect, <clears throat> I mean, do not expect a, a all of a sudden, a change of heart. And and how they go about the uh, the business of uh, of running that offense, I hope they you know they they continue to move the development of the passing game um, more vertically, but this is still going to be a game where they're going to rely on the run yeah. quite a bit, uh, and hopefully that means uh, Tyree and Estime um, are a big part of the the uh, the game plan because I think if they are, I think that is Notre Dame's advantage um not using digs would probably be helpful again oh he's going to be there um yeah i'm not trying to drag him through the mud but i mean how, it's just how
1: dare you talk about my leading rusher
0: yeah <laughs> um Oof. but i mean this is this again this is going to be a game that Notre name is going to lean on the on the running game i think as much as they have, as they have at all and i think mean, people are going to be frustrated I really do. I think I, fans are going to be frustrated because it's not—it's not, it's not going to be an explosion of offense like App State putting 40 points up on North Carolina. I, I just—I don't—I don't see an explosion of points. Like I think Notre Dame—it—I t- take exception to, to the fact that people think that Notre Dame has to score a shitload of points this week because North Carolina's offense is so explosive. Yeah, well, but to Brendan's point, they haven't fucking well, played a goddamn defense worth of shit.
1: So, so, Josh, let me, then, let me put you let me put you on the hot a little bit. How many points does it take to win this game?
2: Thirty one. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd
0: I'd, I'd say th- I'd say if you score thirty one, you win the game.
1: Yeah. And how many times has Notre Dame scored thirty one this year?
2: How many times have it played North Carolina? Oh, zero. No, absolutely zero. <laughs> how many times how have, many times they have
1: played, played Marshall? Easily on paper, a worse defense than than North Carolina, right?
2: No. Absolutely not. Okay. okay. Absolutely not. Marshall is twice the – de- literally twice the defense. Marshall is 34th in the nation against FBS opponents giving up just 103 yards rushing per game. Even if, and even if they they we're not – Let's, rid of play, Texas the, A&M or let's uh, play the Brennan game
1: where, we, where yeah. we compare Clemson and Wake Forest's recruiting to each other, right? Let's compare Marshall but, and North Carolina. But recruits. here's
2: the thing. North Carolina has four- and five-star recruits, and they crater because I, I, I will give you – if there was like a slight discrepancy, but if I remove FCS opponents from the equation, so that takes off the FCS opponent that Marshall played. Um, North Carolina is 125th in the nation against FCS opponents against the run, giving up an average of 261.5 yards per game. And Marshall is way up at 34, giving up 103.5 yards per game. So if it was like within the like maybe North Carolina was at 150, I would say, yeah, I mean they're better. But when, when the difference in yardage allowed
1: is you're talking about two games in 50 yards difference. We're, we're talking about ridi- is, ridiculously small sample sizes, right?
2: Yeah. Against Appalachian State and Georgia State. I mean, we're not ta- we're not talking about world beaters here. It's not like North Carolina went up against, you know, even a uh, Wake Forest, right? This defense that North Carolina has is going to rank. They were 105th in the nation last year. They are going to be demonstratively worse this year. Exponentially worse. Once they start playing power five opponents, this North Carolina defense is going to get thrashed. And everybody's going to look at Gene Chetik just like they looked at Brian Van Gorder, who hasn't coached for the last six years and was brought in to run this defense. And has failed miserably. And I'm not looking for the pass passing game. I don't expect, you know, I don't expect Drew Pine to go out there and throw 25 passes and complete 23. But what I want to do is complement the running game. I, I just want him to hit. I just want him to hit Mayor for 10, 15 yards across the middle. That's only, <laughs> so much that yeah. throw. Quote Jude yeah, on a 20 yard bomb.
0: The average of completion last week was less than one yard. What
2: a twenty yard bomb, Jude. Can I get a twenty yard bomb, Jude?
1: I would love it. I I mean if I if there was money to be put down and maybe Braden Lindsay anytime touchdown scorer, right? I mean they seem to have a connection.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just don't think you're gonna get any juice <laughs> from Mayor anymore. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> That he's too obvious it's like it's like Bode betting an Aaron Judge day at a home run right it's just like it's a big now.
2: yeah you got that 60th Um, I don't know yeah I, I just I expect to at least see them try this week and I don't I, I, I don't mean, expect <coughs> it to be prolific I just want them to to keep keep North Carolina on make the it. attempt make and the you attempt. know what you know what would be really fun what if they try to play action pass? What? Wouldn't that be crazy? I don't think. What if Tom they Fucking wild! I don't think. Tom what, Tom if they play, do that. what if they Does did a play action pass? Just don't put you pine under center, but do a play action pass. That would be that'd be that'd be great. Yikes! I
0: mean, we're that's about the same odds of seeing one of those as seeing uh, T formation. Andre Gostomy throwing a, a half-back sweep pass. Well, that'd be, that'd be glorious. It's just... Yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to see something. They have to fucking... They have to, the, to push the, the
2: vertical game. Just an attempt. Something. But, I mean... Jude, what's a winning stat line from Drew Pine this week?
1: Um... Probably fifty-five or greater percent completion percentage and one hundred and eighty yards passing. Assuming, assuming that a lot of it's going to come from the running game, right? Right.
2: That I mean, does that seem that seems infinitely possible, right? It absolutely does.
0: I think the completion percentage is going to be pretty high. Like he was, he still was at like what a 75 percent clip last week. Yeah, seventy-four. Yeah, I just, I, I think it's going to be, I don't think they're going to, they're going to do a ton more different than what they did. I think they, they will try, you know, more downfield, but I mean, I, you're still going to see a lot of dink and dunk and, you know, passes to the running backs. So, I mean, I think, I think you'll probably see maybe, you know, 60%, plus like 60, 65% completion. Um, I think 180 yards seems about right.
2: I uh, I mean, he, they had 150 last week, so I think I think 200 could be in play. I think he oh
0: might throw. Brendan, slow down, oh, slow down. Women, women just
2: got the right to vote,
0: but he, like a hundred years ago, man. Slow and here's
2: down. Here, here's what I mean is I don't think that Drew Pine is going to throw a bomb to get to 200, but what I do think happening is that we know Drew Pine likes to throw to running backs out of the flat. And I know North Carolina is shitty at tackling. And I know North Carolina's secondary takes awful angles. And I know Storm Duck has been an absolute liability and receivers are, are catching 75% of the passes against him. I I think that Drew Pine's going to do one of those, like a New Mexico instance where Ian Buck gets those like, fun yards where he throws like a three-yard pass and it goes for like... <coughs> 65 70 yards.
1: Oh, New, New Mexico was even more ridiculous because they were—they they twice did that pass where the guy runs in motion and Ian basically tosses it up Just in the air it. as the guy's running through.
2: Yeah, they call oh, that yeah those are pass. That's how you do. They did that
0: again. They did that against Cal last week,
2: uh, and they had, that's one, what I they had one of those last week.
0: And it? I think yeah.
2: Cal. And here's the thing with Cal is Cal push is a, pass, push, push Cal pass. Cal is yeah. a sound football team and they tackle well. North Carolina is none of those things. And I think as long as Drew Pine is able to get the ball into hands of guys like Chris Tyree and if he can get one to Zoe Stiles – I mean I think this could be a game where Zoe Styles ends up having like 100 yards receiving and it's like how far did you run downfield? And he's like, well, did I have before or after I caught the ball? Because it just might be just a, a, a bubble screen out to the side or just like hits him in the flat and he just makes one guy miss. Like that's the thing about this North Carolina team – is it like they miss tackles and they're out of position and they're confused and I, I think he could get I think he could get two hundred and I don't think it's gonna be downfield. I don't think he's definitely not gonna like lean back and toss a bomb. But I think with sort of the the offensive game plan that they have, I mean they're one break Chris Tyree's one one broken tackle away from taking one to the house anytime he touches the ball, theoretically, right? I mean, if he if he can if he can break a tackle, yeah. um, That's.
1: I I think we talked last week or last podcast about the Tim O'Malley theory, which is like he could get fifteen, fifteen carries for forty eight yards, but one of them might be one carry for forty seven yards, and that's a touchdown, right? Yeah. And so, you know, I think fourteen fails would probably be a little harmful to the offensive. (laughs) Yeah, that would uh, be a game uh, plan. But having said that, um, I, I do agree with the premise that he is. He he feels like he's especially when you watch him on the kickoff returns. He always feels like he's one or two more blockers away from just absolutely doing a Wisconsin part two. You know, so
2: yeah, and I mean, we, all of us remember the the um, Kyron Williams run against North Carolina last year, where like they just couldn't tackle him, and then he got and they just took awful lines, and he just he just ran. And Kyron Williams doesn't run a past forty. And uh, I mean, he just saw random for the Mike Trico's greatest call of of all time in Notre Dame. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I yeah, I I can see Jude's like if they want to push the ball, if they want to do sort of the Ball State thing, the Vanderbilt thing, where they want to like see what they got, in Drew Pine, and push the ball. I can like, and even if they do push the ball, I can definitely see the 55 thing from the Jude saying. But if they want to play the same sort of thing that they did dink last and dunk. week, Dink and Dunk, it's going to be seventy-five again, 74, 75 again, and maybe it's right. sixty-five if they decide, like if you meet in the middle, maybe si- I think the best case scenario is that they meet in the middle and it's sixty-five. But I think that's the biggest story. I, just,
1: I think that my my concern is that this team is not built to come back from two score down, two scores down. They just don't. <sighs> They don't operate consistently, and it just doesn't feel like um, they can score at will on anyone so far. And so, I I just, I I guess, you know, I am the Debbie Downer of this podcast. So, let me just project my anxiety onto all of our listeners and say, you know, if if something weird or funky happens, then I'm concerned. I'm concerned.
2: I agree. Like, like, let's say Kim, Kim Hart is still in his slide, right? And Josh Downs is healthy and Josh Downs, you know, let's say it's it's 1414 and uh, North Carolina scores to make it 21 at the end of the half. And North Carolina receives the kick to start the second half and they score again. And it's 28 to 14. Like that's the scenario that I can see where it's like, oh, boy. Right? Can Can Notre Dame score twenty one? You know, seventeen points to win this football game? I don't know. I don't know. That's where that thirty one number comes into play, right? And you got to yeah, hold. I mean, I just, you got hold them down. So, uh,
0: I mean, never forget. Uh, G, DJ Brown uh, lives for the UNC game. He, he does. He is. He he does live for it. Because
2: when, uh, when Kyle went out. Uh, North Carolina never scored again because DJ Brown's better than Kyle Hamilton. Let me, uh, one sec. Hold up. I gotta check my uh, home insurance policy for fire. Uh. <laughs> 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 yep, yep. Yeah, okay, um, <laughs> okay,
1: good, good. Alright,
2: I'm fine. Let's keep going. Um, yeah, so, so, yeah, go ahead.
0: No, I'm just... Uh, I was gonna I was gonna the, bring something up that uh kinda of to kinda of to that end, uh a little bit with the whole DJ Brown thing and all that, but don't you guys kind of feel like Notre Dame, North Carolina over the last few years has been kinda of like an attack on Notre Dame? Like, just North Carolina keeps being a program that's brought up by by Idiots like fucking Ryan, Ryan Paul Murray the Ryan Paul Myri pundits I mean, each every each year I you know I've looked at this game and I'm like oh my god you know this I mean seventeen twenty and twenty one and Notre Dame won those games thirty three ten thirty one seventeen and forty four thirty four and neither the forty four thirty four or the thirty
2: one seventeen game were even fucking close they're twenty and two all time against North Carolina by the way twenty and two one Can of those games
1: really? I think we need to it. you know what.
2: I think we need to rename the University of North Carolina Fetch because the pundits keep trying to make it happen and it doesn't. It's Look at Mac Brown's that. record.
1: Look at like Mac, they keep Mac Brown make- is Mac Brown is the Gretchen Wieners of the of the college <laughs> football landscape. He, I mean, he's I mean, he's definitely a slut. Uh,
2: but so 2019 comes in seven, seven. <laughs> COVID eight and four last year. Six and seven. This year, he's off to a 3-0 and start, hasn't played a power five opponent yet. And I mean, if you look at his seven and six, eight and four, six and seven, I don't think that it's unfair to assume that at least six of those wins come against FCS opponents and Power group of five opponents, right? So a third of his wins have come against the FCS and power and group of five. He's not be, he's he's not winning. Like his his record in the, the conference is four and four, seven and three, three and five.
0: Yeah, it's just it's not a program that like I I'm just I am not worried about this football game. I have no. not been worried about this football game the last I mean I just I cannot understand the and look, I liked Fatty and Book. Fatty and Book was 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 a fucking baller. But, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, Sam Howell is Fat Ian Book. Yeah. But it was just that team itself. Like, the whole, like, going into last season, the amount of talk about the the fact that North Carolina was returning all five of their starting offensive linemen. And Brendan and I were screaming, and Jude, for months. Like, you were just bringing back five shitty offensive linemen. It doesn't mean that they're good.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so what, I mean, and so their offense lines worse this year. I, and it's it,
0: just—it's not a program that it, that is that I've been worried about at all. I mean, I'm I'm more worried about playing teams like fucking Wake Forest uh, than I am North Carolina. It's just—it it is not on that level. And here we are—we find ourselves in Notre Dame's own goddamn fault for playing so goddamn poorly at the start of the season. Here we are again. Notre Dame is an underdog against this shit fucking team. I don't care. I mean, I do not care that it's getting played in North Carolina, but I think Notre Dame is a, is a much more focused team on the road anyways. And they have been for years. I mean, a, a couple games notwithstanding, but I just, it, I, I see that 30, I said that 31 points with like, yeah, like that's that should do it. That'd be more than, more than enough to take, mm-hmm. your, take your business to Saturday. Can
2: Can you guys explain to me why Notre Dame's defense, specifically the the line in the in the last game, isn't getting more, um, I guess credit or press going into this game against North Carolina? Like wh- why? Why they lost, they lost to Marshall? But that was too. I'm, well, yeah, and, they lost to and Marshall. It wasn't. It wasn't the defense. And they got.
0: And they got pushed around by Marshall. So they did. It is. They are not. They are not going to give. Like if you're talking about the media and people are not going to give the defense yeah, line any I'm not credit. The media. Well, they're just not going to get any credit. Period. Until they have gone out and proved themselves a few times because of what we saw against Marshall. And it wasn't just Marshall. Like Ohio State, which. You know, was better than advertised uh, on their offensive line, but we still, the bulk of us, went into that game thinking Notre Dame still had an advantage DL versus OL, and that was proven not to be true. So you had two games in a row where they played under the standard that we put them up up on, and so they had one game where they played well at against a, a not great opponent. It's gonna take a it's gonna take a little bit more for people to have the confidence that I think that that i have in them now like
2: so how you know, many points how many better. points did they give up to to ohio state what yeah i'm not i'm just saying like the app ab, the absolute manhandling
0: ohio state did in the running game to yeah. take care of business and that okay so that's what did it i mean that started to set the doubt like oh man they they really got owned here but then you were saying well you know it's not like ohio state lacks talent they just got it together and then the next week he's watch watch him against Marshall. And fucking Marshall has a running back, rattles off hundred and thirty was 160 yards 130 yards. Doesn't even yeah. matter. He fucking flat out manhandled their name's defensive line in that game. Nothing, there was nothing to hang the hat on until the Cal game. And you're still gonna need a little bit more because of what we saw, mostly because of Marshall.
2: So do you think that this week could be a week that Starts to change public perception. No, Notre Dame not going to change public perception. Well, I mean, it, they rat- within, yeah, they got, they have to be BYU and BYU to start changing things.
0: Right. Yeah. It's going to, they're going to have to rattle off, you know, another six wins in a row here, uh, to, to change public perception. Um,
1: they're and, then gonna confu- and then I'm going to be very confused. And then I'm going to be very confused that they lost to Marshall. <laughs>
0: I think we're gonna. Nope, I nope. think you're going to Makes be. Makes total sense, dude. It's a trap game. It's a trap. trap
2: game. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are going to. I think the story trap. is going to be that we're going to be very confused. They lost to Marshall by season's end. Nope, trap game. I hope you're right. I hung
0: my hat on that. 20 minutes after the game, and I've been sticking with it. I think they played well against Ohio State. There are obvious offensive problems, uh, even with even with Tyler Buckner at quarterback. It Marshall just turned out to be the ultimate trap game, which is, <laughs> hey, those things happen because those come out of nowhere, except for Jude who called the goddamn thing. And <laughs> but only, but it, it, and because because, starts, you loo- listen, because you, you lose, listen, because you lose your lead, starting right? quarterback and Tyler Buckner, you have to change your entire offense, which was which was what the Cal game was, and he still got the win. And for as close as it was, it still felt like Notre Dame was very much in control of most of that game. And so, maybe Randall off six wins, they'll have a little scratch in their head. But maybe it shouldn't, because maybe it's more or less we just we maybe we all overreacted, uh, you know, to, to losing a trap game at home, which happens to programs every year.
2: What's up, Texas A&M? What's up, Carl? What's up, Carter? Carlos? Yeah. What's up, Bud?
0: Shit happens, I just, man.
1: Um, it's it's so weird because two and two after how the season started will feel so amazing, whereas one and three going oh, to BYU is, Oh, be, boy.
0: the yes, difference between two and so two and
1: rough. one and three is light years. It's, yeah, it's just especially with it BYU on the, on the immediate horizon. I don't worry about Stanford, U and Like they'll get the win, they'll get some of the wins back, but it just to be two and to be looking at two and four is not a great place to, to be spiritually, you know? So no, or ecumenically. <laughs>
0: just, yeah. the the I think I might've, I put that in an article. I thought somewhere or snuck it in or maybe a little bit like the, just the difference between one and three and two and two is just absolutely insane. And look, I know Notre Dame fans. There is no consolation now. You know, we went into this season with a lot of hope talking about college football playoff berths, start off the season ranked, you know, number five in the country. And we've seen what we see. But if this team is able to fight its way back into a top 15 finish, which is still all very much on the table. It sure is. And maybe. And look, maybe we go to the cheese at bowl to hang out with a coked out bowl rep. I don't know. Maybe or maybe they can. They We don't know how the season was going to work out. You know, maybe two losses still puts Notre Dame in a position to play in a New Year Six game.
2: Three okay. losses could put them in a New Year Six game. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, well, look, if they only
0: have two losses, they fucking beat Clemson and USC. So,
1: you know. <laughs> I love that you guys have these discussions. This abuses me to no end. I know, mean, but we could we could very much be looking at three losses by the end of.
0: Oh, this God. Saturday. No, 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 no. Oh, for sure. But why the fuck am I gonna? Goddamn Jude, people people drive. Listen to this podcast. Yeah. Like, what, are you, what
2: are you doing, Jude? Dude, what the fuck
1: are you doing over there? I have look. No. I have a role on this podcast to play, and I'm gonna play it to the till the day I die. All right, or until no, you yeah. kick me off of this podcast. Till
0: like, the day. Look, this is, I this die. isn't a, this isn't about being realistic or not. This is just saying. I mean, it's what are the like there? It is a, it is still a possibility. How much of a possibility? That's entirely up it's, to you and your and your, pers- yes, and your personal me, sexual preference. Me getting
1: a date with uh, Heidi Klum? Possibility?
2: No, 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 dude, that is that is no. unfair. This is not like you getting a date with Jude, Heidi Klum. No. One, we don't know we don't know what any of our opponents look like going for. We don't know. No Listen, names.
0: Dabo Sweeney knows that we exist. Heidi Klum does not know that you exist. I am sorry <laughs> that I am the one that ha- had to break that. Piece. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying there is So I
1: need to get a restraining be- order for for debt to prove. <laughs> <laughs> to prove it. Until proven otherwise, won?
0: you have to look at the possibilities. People are quick to yeah. point out, like, show me, you know, show me the win because all I see are losses. Okay, fine. But if somehow this is turned around, like if we see let's let's say Notre Dame goes down to, to Chapel Hill, they win the game thirty seven to twenty. That seems I mean, does thirty seven to twenty seem
2: like a, a, a reasonable optimistic? <sighs> I am just right. like about
1: thirty seven to twenty.
2: I would be pretty psyched about it too. I mean, if it's if it's 31 to 20, if it's 31 to 21, I'm pretty psyched.
0: Okay, so anywhere along oh. that road, then we are looking at two and two, and now we are moving ahead. Things are changing.
1: That's all, right. all Brandon, I'm saying. What is what is DraftKings have with the over/under on this game on? It can't be more than like 50, right?
0: Oh yeah.
2: Um, um give me five seconds It's like, 50, it's like 56. They for me real quick.
1: I just, I, I was just thinking, like, a, a win in my mind is like a 24-20 deal. Because the defense... 55. 55. 55.5. Yeah, okay. yeah. 5. Then it went down. Because I'm think i pretty sure it was 56 uh, just
0: yesterday. Which the the over-unders usually don't change a whole lot.
2: But, yeah. Like, I, I can see... 55 and a half. 55 and I a
1: half. Know. Yeah, 55 and a half, yeah. Notre Dame's going to have to prove to me they can score 30-plus points. Because I'm not... Yeah, convinced.
2: That's fair. You know what? That's that's entirely that's fair. fair. But, and I don't think I don't. you can you can you can't sit here and say that Notre Dame's going to be able to to get in get in there and play with Clemson or USC until you can say you can score thirty plus points. Clemson. I don't but think. I, mean, I don't I get, think. I guess what that. we
0: think is a better defense in Cal. Notre Dame was uh half an inch away. Of scoring thirty-one points, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, not not all the not all the points, not, not all the points not have not to come from offense. the offense,
1: right? Yeah, but but, but right. defensive but, points, but when I'm count. giving a total score, no, the dude, d- defensive th- points still count. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm just I, right. when I was when I was saying I'm not convinced an can score thirty points. I I was thinking more in terms of the offense, but you're right. You're fair. That's fair. You know,
0: short short field short fields create create better scoring opportunities.
1: And speaking of which, I don't I don't think we've given. Blake Groupie is flowers. I mean, the guy hasn't missed a field goal or an extra point this year, right? No,
2: and John Sott has been an absolute re- revelation. For Heisman. Yeah. John, John Sott could win the fucking Groza. Uh, by the way, um, j- you'll all see this in your pod art, but I'm sorry, but um, you can get their live reaction. This is this is the cursed image that Josh requested. Oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah, the pod art is... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it wasn't Sorry. exactly is wasn't exactly Ma- what I had to mind. Is it a
1: mind. Be Mac Mac Brown's uh, face uh, superimposed over Gresham is body? Why don't hair. you take a look? I for <laughs> some reason it's not it's not flying up for me. Ugh. Usually, like, pops on my screen.
0: What he looks so cr- like he looks like he has a toaster strudel crusty to his mouth. Like, look around them Look around him lips. That's the icing from a toaster strudel.
1: Oh gosh. Why does sorry? Strange? Why does he look so strangely like uh, Brian Kelly in this picture? Do you get a little Brian he Kelly does. vibe from this picture?
2: Old white man with rosy cheeks? Yeah, it's it's the old white guy rosacea with the uh, the the whole nose thing. Old guy nose. <sighs>
0: yeah, my my biggest point was like look, there's still we can you can't catch in the season. We haven't seen it yet.
1: No, no. And there no, is one.
0: there is still plenty of season left. And there is still an opportunity for Notre Dame to finish a lot better than what they've they've looked. And I I, I still say, uh, given how it started, if Notre Dame can finish in the top fifteen.
2: We're we're cooking with gas. Yeah. What if the offensive line? We haven't mentioned the offensive line yet. What if the offensive line continues to progress? I mean, is that something that you see as playing a factor? Can like, and and kind of what I was thinking today was, everybody, including us, rode off Clemson for dead four games into the season last year, and Clemson ended up going ten and three, right? Right. And they kind of like clawed themselves back into being respectable. Um, is that something you could kind of foresee? And it was really on the backs of their well, the- defense.
0: Defense, because their offense was still their like, offense was basic. still hot trash. Basic but, bitches. And
2: I think Notre Dame's defense can put Notre Dame in that spot. And I, I think a, a a factor that could separate Notre Dame from even Clemson last year is that I think Notre Dame's offensive line. I, I need I need two games because one game does not make a trend. Uh, two two games makes a line, and a line makes a trend. Um, so I'd like to see the, the offensive line put together a second good game. Um, and, and honestly, I, I need to see it against BYU. I think that they will be fine this weekend, but the offensive line progressing, I think is a, the fact that we saw a pulse last week was encouraging. Right. Yeah. They just, they looked better. Like, there's like,
0: I, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to, you know, fluff people's balls, uh, <laughs> about the offensive line too, too much. Uh, You know, you you can have a semi, but don't have a full, you know, don't be fully hard bra, but I mean, it looked better. So let's just, let's continue that trend. Um, and you should be, I mean, fuck you, man, that these are not, these are not also rands on the offensive line. These are guys that, that had the talent coming in. You know, we, we drug Harry, he through the fucking mud. Uh, but it's not like he hasn't had, Good offensive lines. He can coach. People know it. Maybe he's gonna get. Maybe he's gonna have this whole thing figured out, and it was just gonna look like a, a bad dream to start the season off. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, let's get a little bit more, a little more tape. I'll feel better about it. <sighs> What's the over under on? Uh, <laughs> nah. What are the odds about Notre Dame wearing uh, names on the back of their jerseys for this one?
2: 0. 0. 0.0. I, you know what? I, I still regret not asking because I bet if I asked, it, it might have changed the odds.
1: But well, we certainly, we certainly would know. We'd I think, certainly. Would know. I think we would. He would have said with certainty.
2: Yeah, or he would have uh, skated it. And if he would have skated it, then we would have known.
1: Then yeah, then I would have. I would have gone above 0. 0.0 on that one. So
2: I think it's uh yeah. I'm gonna say zero, but. If they wear if they wear the names on the back, I think Green's in play. If they don't wear the names on the back, Dream's dead.
0: I don't know. I just I nope. Never mind. I'm not gonna go down that road. Got that Mac, I want. I want to. I want to. I want. To, I, want to, I want to go down the fucking the cool road so badly. But just when you've been a Notre Dame fan your whole life, you just know the cool road is like not. The exit ramp isn't always open.
1: Well, I think mean, we should, uh,
2: You want to get to some picks? Yeah. All right, boys. Um, so, first game up on the list. Uh, I think we made allusions to it, but uh, Wake Forest is hosting Clemson and is a only a seven-point home dog. Joshua? I mean, the proof
0: is in the pudding, right? Like Clemson just – all they do is go out and beat the shit out of Wake Forest, right? It's the thing they do best. Literally, it's what they the do thing best. they do best. And you, and you pointed out one of the best reasons for that is that the claw fence at Wake Forest runs that slow mesh. And against a team like Clemson, whose biggest strength without question is the defensive line – that is not going to work. That is just, they are going to eat that for lunch. Um, it is not going to be pretty. So any you know, Wake Forest doesn't like they have a di- dynamic defense. They will give up points. Um, but they are going to be some short fields for Clemson. It's going to be, bl- I don't know if it'll be 38 points, 35 points, but Clemson is going to beat the li- ever living crap out of Wake Forest. It's not going to be pretty.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm i I'm 100% in agreement with you on this. um, I saw that uh, Pete Sammel had an article today on ESPN, and he was like, "You know, Clemson didn't win the conference last year, and uh, Wake Forest went to the conference title game. Is the gap closing between Wake Forest and Clemson?" And it's like, "What do you What do you mean by the gap is closing? Are you meaning that Clemson in?" a single year signs more five stars than Wake Forest has total four stars on their roster. Is that what you mean by the gap?
1: I think Pete was saying that the Georgia tech defensive line is actually lined up about a half inch closer to the ball on every snap. this (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) That's the only conceivable thing. I
1: I was going to say, it's really the only thing that makes sense or well, let's be honest. The the real thing is he, he, he was trying to spice up an article that really has no spice, right? It got no and spice. You're right. a game has no spice, so.
2: And it kind of got me on like, and I ranted at you guys in the. the DMs. It's funny
1: you you did uh you did draw the ire of a guy who literally has Deeks by a million in his uh, Twitter name, right? He started <laughs> yeah. arguing with you about how your analysis was way off. So you should definitely uh. Come back around to him, uh, see how he feels. Like I don't, I don't think
2: it's, I don't think it's impossible that Wake Forest doesn't win the game, but that doesn't mean that the gap's narrowing. Right. Clemson got so like the next five-star quarterback, which they signed this class because DJU is not the guy. That's the only thing you know holding Clemson back, I guess, other uh, than offensive coordinator uh, hire being a little bit lackluster. Do, but do you mean, do you mean future? Notre Dame quarterback transfer, D- DJ Uyongole. Uh It might be actually, that might actually be a kind of on point. I wouldn't be mad at it, to be honest. Um, no, but it, it, it kind of, Notre Dame of, Stadium. it, it fired <laughs> me up because, and I looked it up and I was just checking all the receipts on people and everybody, when they talk about like, well, the Ohio state or the Ohio state, Alabama's, And Georgia's of the world. And Pete Sampson says that, that those three are going through it. And I'm I'm seeing, you know, all of these pundits parroting that same line, the Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia's of the world, like Clemson hasn't played for half of the uh, college football national championships in the last, you know, eight years. You call it Clemson erasure. It's Clemson eraser. Clemson has made it, every college football playoff but the first one it, and the last one. What
0: is they the went, worst possible thing you can do with Clemson? And that's you the, can make that's them a discount them because, because Dabo Sweeney Sweeney oh, would pay anything players anything. Players. To put a chip on their shoulder, anyways. To shut you down, give down them their slide. Real.
2: There are
1: COVID protocols that shut down their
2: slots uh, during the the, the the regular season game, and they opened it back up for the...
1: the Remind Dabo who his brother is. Oh, no. Oh, no. Abort, <laughs> abort,
2: abort. <laughs> that joke's too young, much like his uh, hard oh. drive. Oh. Uh, Yikes. <laughs> um, much yeah, like but Matt Gates's. I'm,
1: Call I'm, yeah. What?
2: It. But, yeah, with, with, with Clemson, they are the... Unquestionably, and if you're going to bring any other noise, in the college football playoff era, Clemson is the far and away, unparalleled, second-best program only behind Alabama. And to, to assert that Georgia and Ohio State belong in the same sentence as a team that's played in four national championship games since 2014, winning two of them, you're out of your goddamn mind. Yeah, You're how, out of how your is it mind? Ohio State? How is it how Ohio is it State versus Clemson? They pu- they won the first one. And what? What have they done since? They've won one playoff game since.
0: Against Clemson.
2: Against Clemson. And Cle- uh, Clemson's also blanked them 31 to nothing and beat them twice. Right? Because they beat him again and played Alabama in a title game. So Clemson or uh, Richard. Uh, Clemson-
0: Will not stand on this podcast. Look, I no. hate Clemson and Debo swinging as much as anybody. Me too. But you have. but you cannot di- that that's like si- that's like sitting there in the in the early nineties and counting out either fucking like Florida like Florida State before they had their fake national championship in ninety three. like Colorado not erasure. Saying, like that, not saying that they were one of the best football teams in the country that are Georgia Tech erasure. In
2: yeah, Georgia Tech I think it's like Georgia, it's like Colorado erasure. Like, pretending like Colorado wasn't an absolute dominant program or, in the late 80s. Or Washington. Washington, too. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, um, give me Clemson. And I think part of the erasure is the fact that Notre Dame beat them. So they want to erase them so Notre Dame can't be, say that they beat one of the three best teams. That's that's my theory. But uh, give me Clemson as well. We're all on it. 20 bucks on the line. Because uh, you, you picked them, too, right? Clemson?
1: Yeah, in fact, I don't know if I said it while we were recording or not, but I took Clemson uh, and Lake actually ten points to get plus odds because I really do feel like Clemson's going to win this game, well, by ten or more points.
0: Yeah, this is that USC eight eight point spread game that, from earlier. Yeah, game. It is right. This, That's that Stanford the Stanford game, that, game. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. yeah it just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And look, nobody wants like I will be rooting. Well, not now because we have money on the line. If there was not money on the line, I would be rooting my ass off for the claw fence.
2: No, I want
0: Clemson to win happen. all their games till
2: November fifth. Which would help, yes. Still. Next next game. Suddenly everybody's favorite team in America, I guess. Are they everybody's <laughs> favorite team? I don't know. But Tennessee is a ten and a half point home favorite against Florida, Florida.
1: Anthony Richardson's not so hot anymore. He was week one Heisman. The darling. He was, he was um, week one Heisman. He, you know what it remember, reminded me of? Do you remember Kenny? What was Kenny, Trill. Kenny Trill.
2: Kenny Trill, baby. The thrill, Trill. Right? Remember his yeah. coming out party? Holy cow. Against South Carolina. Yeah. Right? It was uh, on a Thursday. Yep. I do I do remember that. Kenny, Kenny Trill.
1: Yeah, I just don't. I don't have any faith in. I guess I'll go first. First, I, I, yeah. don't, I don't have any faith in Florida. They have underwhelmed since the since the first week. Um, I don't know that I have any great shakes in, in Tennessee, but I, I I like them more than I like uh, Florida, and so I think it's just it comes down to who do I trust more and who's and I guess the fact that Tennessee's hosting too helps with the with the uh, with the confidence, so I'm going to take Tennessee. And how many points am I laying here? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. I'm. Uh, I hope the hook doesn't come back to haunt me. I'm. I'm
2: playing the hook. Um, I'm. I'm going to take Florida. I don't think they're winning the football game, um, but I watched Tennessee kind of muck it up with uh, Pitt for a while. I'm not totally sold. I mean, they have the quarterback that I wish was starting in Notre Dame right now. In Hendon Hooker. I said
0: that two years ago.
2: I I remember it. On this program. And you've been right. You've been right ever since. When you're right, you're right.
1: Give the man his flowers. Yeah. I appreciate the flowers.
2: Instead of having uh Jack Cohn, they probably would have been to the playoff th- last year and Hendon Hooker would have been uh they he probably would have beat Ohio State this year, if we're gonna be honest. So uh yeah, I think I, I think Tennessee does enough to win the game, but but Florida covers.
0: I uh, I am, I guess I am fully committed now to the Tennessee hype train, uh, which is which is very much a a sentimental thing for me. I think um, I've been wanting Tennessee to be good for so long, for no other reason than it's just one of those SEC schools that Notre Dame has played. A handful of times, and I love that series in which that would like come back and around. But I really do think they're getting things turned around um, in Knoxville. Uh, and look, Florida is not Alabama, nor are they Georgia, so it's not. We're not talking about a, a mountain to climb here. Um, I think Tennessee definitely can uh, can cover. I will say though, if you get a chance to watch this football game. Please pay attention to Florida's defensive line. Uh, God, what the hell is his name? Desmond, uh, Desmond Watson. What, 400 pounds? That's a big boy. Yeah, he is 6'5", 415 pounds. He wears number 21. Uh, There's a highlight of him last week. I swear to God, I thought he killed a man. He he is so big. Uh, he, he's not very active up on the offensive line, but just the size of him is just absolutely unreal. Um, have fun with that one, uh, Tennessee offensive line. Well, I think Tennessee ends up covering. Um, I do like Hendon Hooker a lot. I've liked him. I liked him when he was at Virginia Tech. Uh, and it was a big reason why I was hoping um, Notre Dame would go after him. Um, I think that that's the biggest difference for Tennessee. Uh, over this year as a um, and you know some of the last year I suppose what they had been doing. Um, yep, Tennessee to cover. Good good times in Knoxville with good people.
1: Look, I I just wanted to jump in here for a second. I take a lot of shit on this podcast and rightfully so for the amount of um, extraneous noise that I put into this podcast, but none of what you just heard in the last two minutes was anything from me. Uh, what are you doing over there, Brennan? Are you cracking nuts? Like what is, what is happening over there? Is there, is there a, is there a beer that got opened? Uh, fill us in here.
2: Uh, I can, what do we got here? Oh, this is,
1: What, what
2: is that thing? Is, what, what the is, fuck is that? The Starscream from the hit animated series uh, Transformers Cyberverse. Just uh, so
1: you're, you're playing with your toys while we're on the podcast with you. Uh,
2: yeah, one of one of, one of my son's toys. Yeah, just flipping up his uh his, his laser guns.
0: <laughs> yeah, <so> you're <laughs> eating good in uh in the old country there.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at yep. uh, the Olive Garden. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. Well, this is yep. a family podcast, so. It makes sense. All right, what do we got next, friend? All
2: it's right, so next the next team. one is um, Texas A&M Arkansas. Arkansas almost lost that last week. They needed a miraculous comeback, uh, kind of like Notre Dame needed against Marshall, uh, but were not able to get so uh, not able to get it done. And they're playing, you know, a Texas A&M team that seems to have found their quarterback. Um. As they blew out uh, Miami in a gross football game that I enjoyed zero percent, other than hearing Tyler Vanke- <laughs> say that he would rather walk on glass than play in front of his home stadium. He's like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, play on the road. Uh, what a recruiting pitch for the University of Miami, by the way. Fantastic uh, recruiting pitch. Uh, I don't.
1: I just. Don't, I don't know how excited you could ever get about a seventeen nine game that's played in prime time.
2: It um, was. It was god awful, man. It was yeah. so bad. Um, and I, I say, I jokingly say, found their quarterback because I don't think they found their quarterback. I think Texas A and M's hot garbage. But Arkansas was losing by two scores to Missouri State, and they needed to kick, like a what was it, a punt return to get things jump started.
1: Like, yeah, th- this game, I, I'm so. I'm angry that you put this game on the on I the had to it was because, a ranked yeah, kind of ranked. I know I know it's just it's And just, Texas
2: it's, A&M's a one and a half point
1: I don't know point. I don't know who these teams are I, I, don't like, I, I don't know
2: I don't know I I know that Arkansas looked pretty good against Cincinnati since I haven't figured themselves out um they they won 44 to 30 against South Carolina South Carolina's hot garbage garbage South Carolina is the worst. They're worse than Vanderbilt. They're going to be the worst team in the SEC this year. Spencer Rattler stock, sell it. Like, I I don't know if Arkansas is good, and I think Texas A&M is bad. Um, but I I don't know. I, I hate Texas A&M for the shit talk that they had in two thousand and twenty for Notre Dame in the playoff and feeling like they should, they should be a part of it. And the fact that they've had a Batman, man, I want Texas A&M to absolutely crater this year. So in good conscience anytime Texas A&M is on these picks, I'm going against them. My gut is just going to say, pick against texas a and i A&M. I'm going to take Arkansas.
1: Yeah, I just, I want no part of this game. Um, to me, it's, that's literally like a flip a coin deal. I'm taking Texas A&M partly because I don't know what to pick and partly because that keeps us out of betting this game. So I'm happy to take one for the team just in case Josh, Josh is high in Arkansas.
2: Yeah. And I mean, you, you're you taking the home team, which is fair and a one yeah. and a half point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When nothing makes sense. The home team and. Well, boys a in a world where nothing makes sense, but you
0: just got to go with the thing that makes the least amount of sense, boys.
1: Shootout,
0: <laughs> Arkansas on a route. Pew pew. Oh, ho. oh, ho. oh ho.
2: route.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, they talking have the proven court. Boys, talking like defensive touchdown boys. Okay. It's happening.
1: Okay. Sam Just Pittman.
2: locked in. Locked into KJ Jefferson.
0: Sam Pittman locked is the next in. Arkansas head coach to become the head coach at Notre Dame. Boys. <laughs> All
2: right. Uh, this next one's line was too delectable. Mwah, chef's kiss. Uh, when I put it on here, is it, was, it was at seven. It is now dropped down to five and a half. Oregon State in Corvallis. Weird place. Uh, hosting USC, Oregon State is a five and a half point home underdog. Joshua, who do you got?
0: Well, the problem is, is that it's not a Friday night game. No, it is not. Thursday is that a Thursday or Friday night game? Um, Corvallis, we talked about this what, in week one, right? Hell it might have been maybe it was a week before that. Corvallis is a funny little place, uh, and U.S., I'm not. I'm not sure what the splits are on USC up there over the, over the last decade, but it's not good. Um, <laughs> damn. I think USC ends up winning this game, but I am going to go with Oregon state in the points. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> uh, Be- go ahead. Because, because, because it's USC, it's USC and Corvallis. And I'm just, this is, this is, this is one of the things that makes the PAC 12
1: fucking insane. This is going to, this is going to sound like the worst answer ever, but I'm going also with going with Oregon state. Um, because I don't feel like we can pull this scam twice on Vegas. I, I think we got away with it in Stanford. It seemed like such an obvious thing. Now the line is going down. I have no idea why. What do they know? I know that you hate when I say this, but it just, this Corvallis thing is freaking me out. And so I do, I do also believe USC is going to win, but Oregon State will cover. And you know, I, I'll tell you what. I also doubt a USC last week against Fresno state. Cause I thought the line got too high during the game. Um, but they just routed for Fresno state and USC hasn't shown any signs of slowing down. So this is probably a dumb pick, but,
0: um, Hey, it puts some respect to the Beavers.
1: Don't know Oregon state. Yeah. 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 I think I could, and they've looked good in all three games to be honest with you. I, I like the under here because I just think that. That they're going to make it weird. It's just going to get weird. And they they right. there's something about the the offensive juggernaut that is USC is not gonna fire on all all cylinders. It might be the Corvallis right. water or whatever.
0: But. When your quarterback's name is Chance, you got a chance, baby. That's right, Chance Nolan, yeah.
1: Um, so boys, take the freebie. <laughs> take the freebie. Go USC, please.
2: Uh, boys, putting money on this game.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs>
2: I, here's the Good. thing. I was that,
0: I was hoping this was happening.
2: Here's the thing that I think about this is that the first three weeks, like you could have given me any single point spread and I made I made I made good dollars putting money on USC the first three weeks of the season. But I think this is this is the point where. It catches up to USC. They're going on the road. They're playing Oregon State. Oregon State's going to want this. USC's been reading their press clippings. I think USC's a buttersoft bitch team. And <laughs> I still think that USC probably wins this game, but it's going to be something like 38-35. And Oregon State's able to cover. I wouldn't be shocked if Oregon State outright wins. I don't think USC— is an eleven, twelve win football team. I think that I still think that this USC team is an eight, nine win football team, and I I fully expect to see the cracks to show this week against Oregon State. Mm, God,
0: that's just like it's me becoming you know fucking anime powered up right now. Just I was listening gonna say, to that,
1: it, it definitely feels like that Watchmen. Uh think <laughs> where you just you just become <laughs> full radioactive, right? Yeah, just
2: so that brings us to the uh, marquee game of the week: North Carolina hosting Notre Dame. North Carolina is favored by one and a half. So they seem to think that North Carolina is, is going to, to win this football game by a minimum of two points. Does anybody, uh, who wants to step up to the plate for this one?
0: I mean, first of all, I am, um, I'm extremely disappointed, uh, that this is not a nooner because this really it has should all the be makings a of a nooner. Yeah. All the makings of a nooner, uh, it'd been a good nooner. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I I, I think you make Clemson Wake Forest the ranked uh, teams the 3:30 game. Uh, but that, that's just me because it's a, it's a game on ABC, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why that's uh why that's flipped like that. Uh, other than uh, it's of course it's Notre Dame, so there'll be plenty of eyeballs. Look, we've we've already said most of what we needed to say about this game. I think Notre Dame shows up. They use they use their running game. They lean on it. Um, maybe they throw a play action pass in there. Maybe not. But they are. I do believe that they were going to expand on the passing game And because North Carolina's defense is fucking trash. I think they're going to find some success in doing that, which is great. To build up some confidence to be able to move the ball. Um, and I also think Notre Dame's defense is well equipped to slow down uh, this paper juggernaut of North Carolina. I'm not going to talk shit about. Uh, Duke Mayo quarterback uh, because I think he is uh, pretty good, but uh, he's they're just going to go up against a, a different caliber of defense than what they've seen this season. So he's going to have to get some adjustments in. I think Notre Dame wins this football game, 33 three twenty four. I'm going to I'm going to follow and you, and a, that's a, that's, a, that's a that's a late touchdown, by the way, for UNT
2: late touchdown. For UNC, yeah. I I don't think Pine is going to be asked to do a whole lot, but I think that he's going to be capable in doing the things that he's asked for. I think that um, North Carolina has let FCS opponents or FBS opponents run essentially at will, and that kind of plays into what Notre Dame is going to want to do. They're going to want to run at will, um, which I think they're going to be capable of doing. I think that they're probably going to average you know, five and a half, six yards per carry in this football game. I think that, um, you know, Duke Mayo is going to get his to, to an extent, not unlike Sam Hall was able to get his last year. I think that if, um, Josh Downs was 100% full, full ready to go, I would have some more concerns going into this game because he was able to find a lot of success against Notre Dame, not necessarily uh, translated a lot into points, but he was able to find success in the game last year. I just don't know that without a full go Josh Downs, that they're going to be able to, the North Carolina is going to be able to get over the sort of pass rush that Notre Dame is going to present. And I think Notre Dame finally gets into the, um, Turnover uh, bracket uh, garnering one of them. I think that the the young quarterback finally shows that he's a young quarterback because that's that's something too that's that's not been said. this is a this is a first time starter. This is a freshman quarterback playing his first, you know power five opponent um, against a legitimate defensive line. Um, so I expect him to be pressured into, and maybe Brandon Joseph getting his first pick and setting Notre Dame up with a short field. So I think DJ Notre Dame Brown. DJ Brown, give me DJ Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't uh, don't, don't talk about Brandon
0: Joseph getting interception before the, the stud of the secondary, DJ Brown.
2: I think Notre Dame wins this game probably along the lines of twenty eight twenty one.
1: So I agree with Brendan and, and is it, um, in the analysis that the the game will be low scoring. Um, I think that the Notre Dame defense is going to give, um, North Carolina some, some trouble in ways that they haven't experienced before. They, I agree with the premise that, uh, North Carolina hasn't had a caliber of, um, defense yet this season that Notre Dame could provide. Um, I continue to worry about the Notre Dame offense. I understand points can be scored in different ways. Um, I just, I don't want to bet this game. I, I feel like Notre Dame's hosed us the last two weeks on, on this stuff um, because we've been overconfident and it doesn't make a lot of sense to give points uh, in the game that I think will be pretty close. But let me say, um, let me say, uh, uh, Twenty, twenty-four, twenty. Uh, North Carolina.
2: North Carolina went straight four twenty.
1: Yeah. Because that that would have them covering the spread, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, they would cover the spread.
1: Yeah. And of course, I'm rooting for myself to be wrong about this. And you guys can be you Are guys you? can be upset at me if if uh, if I if I cost you money this Ooh. week, but we're already we're already we're already betting the Oregon State USC game. <laughs> so I feel like we're tempting fate in weird ways. So, but oh, man, bet the fucking house on Clemson.
0: I mean, I do. think I think the I think a parlay of Clemson, Tennessee, Arkansas, Oregon State, and Notre Dame is fucking. That's dumb. Chef's Chef's kiss. <laughs> That's incredible. It's incredibly good.
2: Moi. I'm locking it in. My oh, God!
0: Oh, buddy. Well, look, I I think we're 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 at a very awkward point of the season because you know we just spent uh, an hour and a half talking about uh, Notre Dame and I still don't think we have any idea what they are or capable of, uh, fully just yet. And so it's, it's strange to talk about them and predict what's going to happen when, when truth be told, no one has a fucking clue. They're just, they are so volatile and, and, and how they're how they show up each week. Um, we're going to see some consistency before we have a whole lot of confidence, right? It's just, just awkward to like feel confident about any any bit of it um, other than you know history on our side with a, with a 20 and 2 fucking record on UNC which doesn't mean jack but all right well Jude any birthdays birth births weddings what else you got left in the tank
1: Uh, I got I got nothing left. I look forward to. Jeez, Brendan, what the hell are you doing over there, man?
2: Um, What happened?
1: We just we're hearing a lot of just extraneous mouse clicking and uh, papers or something. Jude's
0: Jude's overcompensating for the. I'm literally just pointing his chips
1: out.
2: I was getting the. uh, I was getting our uh, our. Points down for uh, what we bet.
1: Gotcha. Um No, just uh, you know, we have a little, uh, couple of COVID cases going through our house, and uh, I'm I'm fine. Um, one of my one of my children is fine, and you know what? the the people that are COVID positive in my house are, are doing they're doing fine too because they're vaccinated and boosted, so they're absolutely fine. Um, but we have to get through that and to get ourselves out of the house, we're going to go watch undefeated Syracuse take out Virginia uh, Friday night and they're going to get crazy uh, they're calling it Friday night lights it's a real, uh, real unique premise there and uh, they're going to get crunk I guess So get I, crunk. I don't know what to expect but I also did not expect Syracuse to be 3-0 at this point So
0: or Kansas
1: or, or, or Duke or Duke <laughs> crazy world uh, we're living in or Vanderbilt right Uh, Man, I wish I could go back in time This is not the start weeks. of the
0: college football season I thought we were going
1: to see. I wish I could go back in time three weeks ago and bet the overs on Kansas and Vanderbilt for the season. My God, I would have already gotten paid. I hate future bets <laughs> because it takes weeks to get paid, but, you know. That would have <laughs> been a good one. That would have be been a good one. Brendan.
0: got a lot to think.
2: Oof, Boy. Um... I got nothing less than take tank, man. I'm I'm counting down the days till this weekend. I'm glad that uh, it's a non prime time game because so we're gonna go through a stretch here where we're playing a bunch of prime times, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's coming up.
2: And I I gotta tell you, I I'm not the biggest prime time game fan. I want to get my game out of the way.
0: Me neither. Um, I like a good
2: neuter. I like a good nooner. I you know what? I like a good nooner too. I don't mind the three 330 spot. I prefer the 230 to the 330. Um but uh yeah, I mean it's uh this is this is the game that's take us into the bye week. So um whatever happens with Drew Pine this week um is going to be of note because if they're going to try anything else with quarterback, it's going to be coming off the bye after that BYU yeah. game. So um uh, Keep an eye. I think that they try some stuff with your pine. If for nothing else, because you need to know going into that buy. So I'd love to be go two and two going into the buy. Um, that's my hope and expectation. Um, I'm pretty excited. Pretty excited. Yeah, the two thirty game is just
0: a, a problem for me, schedule wise. That's a that's a rough one for me on the schedule. Like. N- it's just, it's tough. Um, yeah, I got nothing else, man. Uh, Brendan's absolutely right. Uh, this, I mean, this game is pivotal. Like we said it last week about Cal, like how important that game was. But to get this, to win your second in a row, have Drew Pine in a good place heading into the bye, um, like to be able to to keep building on things, because like I said earlier in the podcast, there, there's still a ton. To play for here, there's still a, a bunch that Notre Dame can do to to show themselves to be a, a good football team this year, and give us the hope that we all had back that we had in the summer that was shattered uh, against uh, Charlie Huff and the and the Marshall Thunder Nerd. So excited excited to get uh, to get it going. I think it's going to be a it's a sneaky good week of college football, as Brendan pointed out to us before the pod. Um, be interesting. Be interesting. We're we'll, we'll starting to see some things move here. So, all right. Uh, keep on getting on over to the site. Uh, we are loading up with good stuff uh, every day. Uh, please uh, get on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave that rating. Leave a review. Any review that you leave, we will read on the next OFT podcast. Be a part of the show. Be a goddamn human being. Be a hero. <laughs> and and hit all that up. So, for Jude, for Brendan, for everybody over at One Foot Down, thanks for listening, and as always, go Irish.